Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello to you, I'm Simon Byron. And me, hi man, Scandalbury. Hey, all three of us. It's, uh, it's a good job there's no webcam is now, otherwise people would not, <laughs> well, people could appreciate the chaos that was happening just before we went on air. And for, going, last, and for the last two hours, because... What? Tell I've, us what's been happening. Well, I've just flown back from Finland. Okay. Um, and boy, are my arms tired. Hey, that's oh, a joke. It's one of those jokes, hey. isn't it? No, I, I, I just, and um, yeah, my flight was delayed, so I've literally, literally just arrived. Who are you studio. flying with? Uh, Finnair. What was the reason for the delay? They didn't say. They, they, they were just like, yes. How, how long? Oh no, they did say okay. actually. Sorry, uh, delayed inbound flight. Yeah, yes. Excuses, yeah. Well, um, it's nice to see you. I thought we were going to have to uh, ramble through. Uh, another Simon and Anne show, which is well, uh, we'll, always high quality. Well, sorry, the other, yes, exactly right. Instead, we'll ramble through another three full, of us we're full staffed show. Um, did you have a good time in Finland? It was great. I was at Illusion, uh, which is a video game conference over there, speaking at that, and then that merges into Ilosari Rock, which okay. is a. Um, a music festival, so I was at that, saw the Pixies, or Pixies, as they're called. Right. Uh, yesterday, that was exciting, and Mo uh, on Saturday. And also, you may have seen in the news, mm-hmm. uh, broke the world record for the uh, largest skinny dip. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Previously, I think it was uh, 796 people and now it's 799 or something like that. Right. And you were one of them. Well, there's footage. Why not play a, Why not play an explicit version of Where's Wally? <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. My Interesting. goodness, listeners. There you go. That's, That's extra content for you. Uh, how have you two been? Been pretty good, actually. Pretty warm. Uh, I've been down in Brighton at the Develop Conference, which doesn't segue into any other music events, sadly. <laughs> doesn't... Um, Charles Cecil have a swim there. As far as Is I'm he aware, to break the record? Well, it's, yeah, he hasn't uh, evolved it into a to a skinny dip. But no, he was there. Um, he was there, and his, I bumped into his son on the street. Actually, oh really, David? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, good time, warm time, all went well. Good. Yeah. What about you, Anne? Uh, I went to the para athletics last night at the Olympic Stadium. Okay. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, great skill on show there. My favourite thing was I've never seen this before with the discus. Uh, you know they obviously they oh they throw it really really far away. They do. That's almost they, like the point of it. And then they got to get it all the way back. They had a little buggy, a remote control uh, buggy that they, they put the discus back in, and then someone goes and when. Um, Someone had just thrown, and then everyone went quiet because a, a running race was about to start, and you just heard the... No respect of they, of those robots. Across, well, no, I loved it. That was my f- 
it wasn't my favourite thing there. The athletes were. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a highlight, though. Uh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, haven't we been busy people? Haven't we? How, how on earth do we find time to do oh, this? Exactly. What have we got on the show this evening, Steve? I've literally no you idea don't have any because idea, you did all of the prep today. <laughs> what have we got on the show today, well, Simon? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> but I think we'll be fine to start, it's as we always do, day. with track two. <laughs> It's 7.04 on Monday the 17th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Valve has issued the biggest number of account bans on a single day. Over 40,000 accounts were banned on the 6th of July after the Steam summer sale. Naughty players used the sale to set up new accounts, buy discounted games and test them for various cheats while protecting their main accounts. But Valve's anti-cheat software, VAC, is smarter than that, capturing around 35,000 cheats with the other 5,000 reported in-game. Valve there implementing the old shake and VAC to get the freshness back. Hey, solid joke. Very good. Did you make it past the ban... Ban wave, ban hammer. Yeah, I'm through. Are still, you through? I'm still, I've still got an account. I haven't checked, but I can. Uh, I'll log on when we're. Um... Have you been up to no good? <laughs> I mean, I haven't been on. So okay, Probably I think not. I'm mostly through because I didn't entirely understand that story. People are people are creating second accounts to test games to see if they can hack them. Like, is that right? Yeah. See and if then, they can. So have both accounts been banned, not just the second? Yeah. Accounts? So I think that that's what they were saying. So th- sorry. That was an email from me. <laughs> it, no, it literally was. Steve, is that an email from you? Me? It literally is. Yeah. It's so like true. You, no, yes. Why do you guys chat on the show? Just well, because you, me. you're talking about, the, you're doing the news, aren't Just, you? Which are you going, usually we've heard before. It's <laughs> an important fact. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of admin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it looks like they, they were picking up the, the other ones as well because they've, been, they've all been caught out. And there's right. a lot of accounts, 40,000. Well, well, yeah. well, there's a way to tell, isn't there? Yeah. If it divides by two. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but some people were uh, called out in-game. Other people going, you're, you're being a bit naughty here, aren't you? Right. I'm going to tell on you. I don't understand all this Have you stuff. ever been caught sh- cheating, Simon, at anything? That's a very, very, very good question, Steve. Caught cheating. Have you? I don't think I have been... Oh. You never wrote the answers on your pencil case. I mean, I have, but I've not been exam. caught. No. That was a, that was a question, mm, wasn't yeah. it? I don't think. Um, I don't think I have either. What's the worst thing? What's the thing that? You, what's the biggest thing you've got away with then? Well, what's I'm your, glad you asked. What's your running through fields of weeks? <laughs> In primary school, hello. You know when you had to, uh, you had to do sort of arts and crafts with egg cartons and stuff like that. Yeah, you had to bring them in. Okay, right. So over the course of the week, everyone had to bring in uh, cereal packets and egg cartons and stuff. <laughs> and then the people who had brought things in were allowed to go and select first from right. the back of the room. Right. You know, pick up their stuff to make their robots mm. or whatever else. I went to the back of the room and uh, selected, despite not bringing anything in, because <gasps> I knew I'd get away with it. Because you know, good kid, perfect crime. You've got an angelic got face. Got away with it until today. Until today, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's disgusting. Fields of wheat, right there. Unbelievable. Yeah. But you got away with your. You, no wait, you didn't cheat on Steam, so you don't. You're you're fine. What about you, Scanters? You seem to be trying to move on quickly. Yeah, we've got another. We've got five stories to get through. I understand, so but but. <laughs> But have you ever been caught cheating or otherwise? Never been caught. (laughs) All right, moving on then. Ah. (laughs) No, wait. CCD, Simon. Sports Direction now owns over 25% of Game. Game has been having a tough time of it and recently had to revise its financial projections after a bad start to 2017. The chain blamed it on the lack of Switch stock from Nintendo. Sports Direct is a controversial retailer, however. The company has been involved in a few lawsuits in recent years, including one about working conditions where Sports Direct's boss admitted they were paying workers less than the minimum wage. This probably isn't a deal that's going to end in a free pair of trainers with every PS4. Mostly a uh, sports director in the news at the moment because I know it's the sort of thing we'd get up to because Mike Ashley got drunk, got really drunk, and may or may not have promised 15 million <laughs> to his drinking partner. What I know, we need to go drinking with Mike Ashley now, he's mm. part of game. Yeah, I found out a new Finnish word. 
over the weekend okay. related to that, which is that, you know, so they have a word for if you are going out, you're, you know, you have plans for a yep. Saturday night yep. where you're going to be drinking a lot. Yep. Mm. <laughs> they go out on the Friday night and get really, really, really drunk on the Friday. So it's harder to get drunk on the Saturday. Clever. It's called protective drinking. Okay, why? So, did they get more drunk than they would have done on the Saturday? They get so drunk on the Saturday, you know, just as kind of like building up your resistance on the, sorry, on on the the Friday. Friday. So on the Saturday, they're resistant. And so on Saturday, they can really go out. (laughs) Protective drinking. I see. What's that in Finnish? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe if if you're a Finnish listener and want to Skype in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's something we should, should we be promoting? Is that... I'm not promoting it. I'm just, explaining what the Finns get up to. It's just FYI. Yeah. Just FYI. Language. Yeah. We're strong enough to realise that that's not necessarily a good idea. No. So I've never been drunk enough, uh, <laughs> productive drinking got- or not, to buy 25% of game. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it came from nowhere, this one, didn't it? It seemed to maybe it was... Yeah. Do you think... Do you think he was just like walking down the street? He was like, oh, I love that I'll one. Have some of that one. Well, he said that. I've, I've, I was reading some of the reports on this, this current court case, and he said he's got so much money that, you know, he just doesn't. He's like, what am I going to do with it? Buy a house. I've already bought it and all my neighbours. Right. Um, so, yeah, maybe he was. I mean, he could just pay his staff more, couldn't he? We're for sale. We're always for sale. For 25% of <laughs> us. Do we think, so is he going to exert any influence on, uh, on game now? Are they going to change? They're going to become more like um, Sports Direct? So I was trying to think Massive about this. Are they going to, the big umbrellas? The, the umbrellas. Always for, on yep. sale umbrellas. Yeah, always on sale. Um, I was thinking, is 25% enough to do any real, you know, <laughs> any real damage? Depends on what the other 75 are like, I guess, isn't it? Maybe they're just like, yeah, what, what do you think we should do? Right. I, got, I got chucked out of a Sports Direct once. Of course once. you did. Yes. True for story. trying to start trying to the cheat. world's biggest skinny dip. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a hoodie. Okay. They said, they said no hoodies. And I was like, "But oh, I've got it on. It's raining outside. It's not raining in here. Like, yeah, we've got well, these umbrellas for sale. But they sell, they sell, they sell hoodies. Hoodies. Yeah, I know. Don't they? I know. I was, should have said. I'm just going to the changing room to see how I look. So do you think they're going to be like, oh, no playing a switch in here? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Mm. Next one? Yep. Pokemon Go Fest is coming and attendees will have the weight of the Poke world on their shoulders. Set up to celebrate the game's first birthday because, oh my goodness, it has only been blessing our lives for one year. The event will take place in Grant Park, Chicago on the 22nd of July. Attendees will be trying to capture Pokemon of specific types to unlock rewards. If they get bronze or silver medals, the rewards will roll out worldwide. If they get a gold medal, it'll unlock a a mystery challenge. If that's completed, it'll trigger a major global reward for everyone. Well, okay. good, luck. good luck. Good luck to luck. those guys that are going then. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, come on. You off there? You're still in Pokemon Go? Uh, I was out for a while. I had another go the other day because I heard that there was a new event on. Mm. Um, and I haven't really gone back in. My battery's been rubbish at the Have minute. Have you looked at the raids? That doesn't really interest me because mm. I'm not... You, I mean, you know me, Steve. I'm not a fighter. No, I understand, and I'm not not either, but this is sociable fighting, so you go and and see some people, you hang out with them, and you chat to them, and you fight the bosses and such. Have you tried that out yet? No, because I'm not playing the game. You're you're out. out. I've checked out, yeah, unfortunately. Because I'd be alright doing it if I had a friend with me, Mm. don't know about strangers. I almost almost went back in, uh, but I've read they're really, really struggling with problems with cheaters. Uh, they need a vac, don't they? They need, they need a vac. Uh, people who spoof locations. So yeah. they pretend to be all over the world and they just go bang, 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 bang. And so it's it must be quite demoralising if you've got, you know, a small town, there's not much, not many gyms there or whatever. And what you're getting is people teleporting in to that mm. location and disappearing again. Um, so, yeah, I'm. It's, it's, it must be a really hard thing to solve. Is it? You, uh, I mean, it must be. You appear to have solved it. Have I? By not playing anymore. That's true. <laughs> that's a, it's that's not a problem fix. for you. But I'm it? not sure that's a fix Nancy <laughs> could could support. I don't know. You assume they're looking at it, but it, it certainly made it feel less. If the whole game is yeah. about real world travel and, you know, feeling like you can have some ownership of part of your town, if people can just, you know, come in, maybe. Maybe it's the new Doctor Who is doing that. Just, just go, going in, getting the Pokemon, coming back out. I, going in, getting the poke because that's what they—that's what the doctor Simon's does. Simon's the it? Doctor Who expert. Is that- Not anymore. No. <laughs> oh, Simon! I'm joking, of course. <laughs> 
The Nintendo Switch has got its first video app, but only in Japan. Nico Nico, a Japanese video platform sort of like YouTube, launched last week. The Switch doesn't currently support any media apps, so even though it's not available for people without a Japanese account, it's still an interesting move. Perhaps Karen will soon be able to live the dream and binge oranges and new black through her best friend's birthday party. So what sort of videos are on this service then? Japanese ones. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so the, one of the differences between this and YouTube is instead of having the comments underneath, they overlay over the videos. Brilliant. Which sounds, <laughs> sounds great. Because really just, you just want to watch the new Saturday's video and what all they're, you're just seeing people going, I love this video, it's so great. Mm. Or what they're probably saying, which is terrible. Yeah. Uh, so we. So you don't know. You don't have any idea about the content. Well, no, because everything is in Japanese, and I don't well, speak Japanese. Yeah, you can look at the pictures. No, no I okay. don't have a switch, Steve. <laughs> and also, I don't, and even if I had a switch, I don't have a Japanese account. But they're very easy to get. Actually, the thing Are about they? the switch is that it's it's it uh, it, it almost encourages. Almost. Almost, but not quite. Uh, multiple regional accounts. I mean, I, I'm not saying I've done that, but I do have a friend who lives in America who pops over now and again. Byronic USA pops over. He does. <laughs> pops over. When he's over here, staying with me sometimes. Sometimes he's really desperate to buy Puyo Puyo Tetris for slightly cheaper than he could than than I could buy it. Yeah. And he's like, I'll, listen, Simon. I, I realise I'm not going to be here for ages, but I need to play it now. He buys thirty dollars worth of um, <laughs> eShop credit That's from really Play good. Asia. Oh. Yeah, and then um, and then he buys that. Yeah, and then, and then you can use it, but in different accounts. But so. then he got so he. Just He's gone now. Yeah. He's, don't worry about it. He's, I'll be back. I'll be back soon when the next yeah. sale's on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, someone was saying that you that there are ways to watch YouTube on the Switch. Really? Yeah. And that not and not not entirely not naughty, naughty ways. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, I've got enough things to watch YouTube on, so I'm not really well, fussed by that. Yeah, but, but you, if you have everything all in one on the go in your pocket. If you watch, play, but play if you're Mario watching Kart. YouTube, how, 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 how are you supposed to be playing Zelda? <laughs> Upper sleeveys. <laughs> and finally, if you're a ZX Spectrum owner who loves Radiohead, has £100 to burn and lives for unlocking obscure Easter eggs, you are a very specific demographic, but there is now something out there just for you. To celebrate the 20th anniversary, Radiohead have released a special edition of their album OK Computer called OK Not OK. Amongst other things, it comes with a C90 tape with rare demos and a two minutes of high-pitched squeaking. Of course, the internet ran it through a spectrum and it did show a message. The text shows the 1996 band members, some random text, a black-on-black message saying... Congratulations, you found the secret message. Sid lives. Hmm, maybe we should get out more. Wait a second. Yeah, I, hang on a minute. There's some things that don't make sense about this. Yeah. What? Sid is C64. Exactly, exactly right, Steve. Not Spectrum. Yep. Okay. So this was, this was, this was a Spectrum yeah. game, was it definitely? Mm. ZX Spectrum. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it I thought it was a cool thing to do until I understood the detail. And there's so there is something up here. Like, something up here. Yeah. yeah. Let me just. Unless that's like them, them being Radiohead, being a bit edgy, <gasps> yeah, you know, going yeah, Sid yeah, lives yeah. on a spectrum. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Good. Well, good for them. Uh, name other bands that had spectrum uh, games. Anne. Can't. You you can do it, Steve. Of course. Thompson Twins. Thompson Twins, obviously. Shaken Stevens. Shaky had a, a green door one. He didn't. Because it couldn't display green, could it? Famously. <laughs> uh, and there's one more. Come on, there's one more. Well, well, I know, I know one, but okay. it's not the one you're thinking of. It is, though. So. Is uh, it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favourite favourite Scottish indie band from the late '90s, early 2000s had a, a Spectrum game, Yurse Atsura. Well, they had a Spectrum bit of Spectrum code on on their final album. So uh, that wasn't, wasn't the question, though, was it? What was the question? Spectrum games. Who had a spectrum game? Oh, uh, Frankie Ace Hollywood. Frankie Ace Hollywood. Okay, there we go. Fine. Good. We're nailed them all. We're in the pub quiz. Uh, speaking of nailed, another story I was going to include but didn't. Nine Inch Nails have included Polybius in there. Uh, I saw that. Video. Well, it's not just included. It, oh, it the is. video is yeah. Polybius, isn't it? Yeah. That's super exciting. It's really cool. There's another one, you know. Go on. Isn't that wasn't? Uh, it's not Spectrum game. Didn't Rush have a video game? Rush had the vi- had a video game. I think they did. Well, they were anyway, in yeah. guitar here, right? So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good. good. All right. Well done, Anne. I thought that news was very good. Look, no, I, don't, I, I believe you, but as you know, as Steve's, Steve's correct. But do you think they're trolling people? But it sounds like it, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I, you know, anyone, it seems, anyone, Steve and I, not you, anyone, no. uh, recognises that the Sid is from the Commodore 64, so. 
Jokers. Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It's a piece of music Simon selected. What have you picked, Simon? Uh, this is the Ghosts and Goblins theme remix. Um, actually, from remix64.com, mm. I think. You know, hey. You know, how is- serendipitous. And this is what the Sid sounded like. It's not, obviously, because it's a remix. <laughs> yeah. It's almost think- like you knew. Do you think Radiohead are more sort of Spectrum or C64 people? I think they're definitely Spectrum. Yeah, I would have thought so. In which case, it's maybe they're mocking. Mocking the Sid. Well, because it goes Sid lives, hmm, with a lot of M's. Hmm, mm, mm. Hmm, ha, ma, ma, Okay. Any punctuation? Uh, after the ma, full stop, and then we need to get out more. Or maybe we should get out more. <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, we're a radio show about video games. We've been doing this for 11 years. You might be able to tell by our slick professionalism. <laughs> we're going to throw to our <laughs> we're going to throw to our guests now, aren't we? Which we don't have. Uh, we had um, had a similar problem last week, Steve. As you will as you will have heard. As I'll definitely have as heard. heard live. I'm um, sorry, I didn't make it to the studio last week. No problem at all. Merch. No problem at all. You know, we're all. So you had no guests, but you did have a guest. In well, the end, we had you? Gary Penn on. We had to slightly reorder the show, um, so we went. Now we threw to letters. Did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, and then because Gary what wasn't around after after half seven. Um, so what happened to Marshall then? I thought the uh, he hasn't got the internet in the country. That's what he said. <laughs> I know. How so does I, he? How does he code? Because coding is just googling bugs in your code. Well, yeah, he's not good enough for Skype. He didn't think. He manages on Twitter. Couldn't we just get him to like tweet an interview and have it read out with yeah. a robot voice? Whatever. We could do. Um, Whatever. We had, we had Gary. Sorry. <clears throat> we had Gary on uh, yesterday. He was uh, last week. Sorry. He was great. And um, there was a letter that we received Ooh, from Ben. From Ben, which I heard about um, in person last Wednesday. It's not that. Just going through the paperwork here. Here it is. We aren't doing letters now. No, okay. So this isn't a letter, even though it is. Ben Hall writes, hi team, possibly Skype's super special guest. Ben says, I caught the train last week and saw games legend Jonathan Smith get into my carriage. (laughs) Hello. I went over to say hello as I saw him at Game City a few years back and at Anne's party on Saturday. Yeah. We had a nice chat and during part of it, part of the chat, I mentioned that potty mouth Gary Penn 
was on that uh, was on last week's OLL and that spoke about an interview he was going to have with Jonathan at Develop. This interview was the reason why Jonathan was on the train. So he was going down as discussed oh, on the show. Jonathan yeah, was drinking yeah, yeah. down. Ben sees him. Jonathan was going to listen to, uh, to uh, One Life Left and use Simon's interview as prep for his own interview that day. Whether it was for questions to avoid was up to Jonathan, I guess. What's gaming people have you met on the train? Now, um, I'm going to avoid that uh, answer because uh, I don't <laughs> think I've met any gaming people on the train. You have to be careful. We used to have to be careful going down to Bath about who you were slagging off on the train. I was once on a train um, coming back from Guildford, sitting, next, sitting opposite two EA people coming from Guildford who were being very indiscreet about the projects they were working on. Right. And I, I thought, if I, was a, if I was a journalist, I would definitely just get that commuter train back and forth a few times um, at 5.30pm. Or I'd just read Eurogamer and, yeah. <laughs> and report the news that they have. Well, the upshot of this was uh, that on Wednesday, I think it was, um, I was uh, you know, just in the speaker's lounge with Jonathan uh, and Gary, um, and they were rehearsing. And uh, Jonathan said, Gary, I've given you £10 today. And it's all because of one life left. <gasps> so this oh. sparked the uh, so the conversation on the train in in the, in the real world sparked uh, Jonathan's interest. He looked at what uh, Gary's new game was and bought it. Bought oh. it there and then. Ten pounds he made just by popping on wow. your old mate one life left. Hey, Who would, why why are people not? I know. What's, what's begging that to come on get ten pounds? Um, I spent some time with Gary and his game. It's very very. Very good. Is it? Is it? Really, like, really good. I. It could be huge. Really? Even in its... Um, it's funny because he doesn't seem to... Like, he's, oh, yeah, well, I think we're going to do this, that, and the other with it. I think we're going to do... We'll probably do some of this sort of stuff. And he runs away with these ideas. And, and it's, you know, already... I think it's only eight weeks in. It's be- it sounds like the most ambitious video game ever created, but he's doing it with um, like it, j- just the version that, that's um, up and running at the moment. It's it's really very special. You can download it at the moment on itch.io, and you can pay what you want, which in Jonathan Smith's case is ten, 10 pounds. pounds. Now, um, Jason Perkins, my friend and boss. Mm-hmm. Um, he was listening to the show last week as well, okay. Okay. And, okay. and also we saw Gary down um, uh, in Brighton. You can draw your own conclusions about why Jason and I were meeting Gary <laughs> Penn uh, to go through his new game. And um, Jason then went and bought it, right? It's up on itch.io. Pay okay. what you want. Do you know how much Jason Perkins paid for it? £10. Really? Isn't that interesting? Because itch.io shows who's bought it. And you don't want to, you don't want to come across as being cheap, <laughs> do you? <laughs> Uh, I'll be buying it for £10 over the next week, I am sure. Just up them. Um, £10, one pence. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's good. So there you go. Those of you listening to the show wondering whether it has any, you know, what what's in it for me, the answer is £10. Times two. <laughs> exactly. Three if you persuade Simon as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll do a fiver. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet uh, anybody interesting in Finland? I, uh, well, I met the usual suspects out there. I had a good uh, chat with Ilari. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of Housemark were out there. They've just shipped Next Machina, obviously, which has done brilliantly in the reviews. I don't know if you've seen those. I've seen talked it, yeah. about it on One Life Left as well. Um, and they are about to ship Matterfall as well. Okay. Uh, which is so, Next Machina is uh, their take on Robotron built with Eugene Jarvis. Uh, Matterfall is, in their words, their take on Turrican. So it's a sort of... Uh, what are they doing after that? I don't know. I didn't ask them. Okay. Um, they brought a hot tub with them. Of course they do. They, they, that's, they, that's what they do. Uh, what else? Who else did I meet? Um, some indies were out there making video games like indies do. Matt Bock, of course. He showed me his couple <laughs> of new harmonics. What? Are we going to give them £10? Uh, I, 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 I saw a potentially new harmonics title that I would give £10 to. Is it, was it the Hasbro one? Have you seen that? Uh, I have not seen that yet, uh, but Matt says it's very good, but he would, wouldn't he? He would. He would. Good. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left. It's 28 minutes past mm-hmm. the hour and we don't have a guest. Uh-oh. No, I think we've almost filled the time. I nearly, think, And I don't nearly, think anybody nearly. would have noticed. No, uh, Steve, what were you actually doing in Finland? I was speaking. I was doing my new talk, Undocumented, uh, at Illusion. Um, which is very, very exciting. And replying to emails about Mariaki, we've got another booking. Shut Ooh. up. We have. Which one's another this? one. Uh, we've been rebooked yeah. for Ludicious. 
January 2018. We're now what? taking bo- bookings mm. into 2018. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Goodness. it's quite exciting. So, so yeah. yeah, we've got another visit to Finland and Denmark and Sweden coming up. And Housemark wanted us to play their launch of Matterfall. Wanted. Well, it's on the same day as our gig in Denmark. Oh, so, double book. We so, need to franchise yeah, the hell out of it. That's what I was thinking. We, yeah. Maybe we can uh, franchise. We can be the, the Wu-Tang clan. <laughs> Wu-Tu clan. <laughs> Wu-Tang clan of video game karaoke. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. Uh, we don't have local news, do we, today? Ben... No. He's uh, too busy going up and down the country on train. Yeah. yeah, it's too busy going up and down. Oh no, that's where's the track list? Okay, what do you want to do? Should we do the actual letters or should we have a piece of music? Have a piece of music. All right. Ah, oh, okay. I'll choose the penultimate track. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Hold on. Something's going on with this CD. Oh no, I've got it. It's all right. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left. This is some music. <laughs> You have to watch out for the one. It's got a sudden yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, that was Venom and Big Beat. And this is still one live left. <laughs> still, still going on. Uh, this is the letters. Thanks, gang, for responding to the, the, the very late call today. Yeah. I was really busy, really busy. As, um, uh, as the, f- the letters were coming in, mm. as I sat on the tarmac at Heathrow, I, I thought they were really good quality. Yeah. Very strong. Week. Really, really strong. Phil Lunt begins. Hello, team, and super special guest. <clears throat> if there is one this week, there is not. I was lucky enough to visit an amazing arcade a few weeks ago. Arcade Club in Berry. if you're feeling like giving them a plug. I'm in no way affiliated with them, I swear. It cost a tenner to get through the door, and then there were hundreds of old arcade cabinets and pinball machines all set on free play. Plus a very reasonably priced bar, which could potentially be rather dangerous. It was good to see such a diverse mix of people all rubbing shoulders. No other choice, really. The place was packed, brought together by their mutual love of gaming. Beautiful stuff. Some folks seemed to stick to single cabinets for hours on end. I probably played Arkanoid, New Zealand Story, Bubble Bobble, Phoenix and Warlord more than anything else. Anyway, this got me to thinking of a question for you lot. If you had to play just one arcade game cabinet for the rest of eternity, what would be your heaven and what would be your hell games? I.e., which would you love more and be happy to play and which would you hate to play? Unless being forced by weed demons with pitchforks or something of that ilk. My heaven would be Bubble Bobble, which I've never not enjoyed playing despite how frustrating it can be. And my hell would be Commando, a game I thought was awful at the arcade despite enjoying it on the Commodore 64 as a kid. Keep up the great work, lovely people, tar filled and lunch. What a great question. That sounds like a great place, doesn't it? Mm. We should go to Berry yeah. on, on expenses. But ten, ten pounds, you could either get Gary Penn's game for ten pounds or yeah. you get hundreds. That's tricky, but you get, the, you get to keep Gary Penn's oh. and uh, this one. Yeah, um, I love the sound of that. I've never heard of somewhere like this no. with uh, a hundred, like an all... Or you can eat. Because the arcades so, used to be all about robbing 10p's off you. There's, um, we talked about it. The the thing that used to be in Acton. Yes. That's all you can eat. That's is the it? same but play. Does it have, does it have a, but that's all hardcore shmups and all that sort of stuff, it, it isn't is, it? It does. It's more fighting games. It does right. cater them. But they do have classic games. And indeed, that is where my answer when I was reading this on uh, Heathrow, I was thinking, oh, I hated Ghosts and Goblins when I played it at, I forgot the name of this place now. Um, Acton. Yeah, Acton. Well, it's moved to Croydon. Okay. Now. Handy. No, no, no. 
Um, What's that? I'll remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's uh, so yeah. I hated Ghosts and Goblins when I played it there, um, but actually maybe it's a good idea to have it if you're going to play it for eternity. Have a game that you know you're that really you'll never bad be at. able to finish. Yeah, right, which is yeah, far yeah. too hard yeah. for me. Uh, but this one, so this sounds beautiful as well. Like brilliant, brilliant place. Let's definitely go. Mine would be Ikari Warriors. Which one? The first one. Heaven or hell? Heaven. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the version of Command on the 64 was pretty shanky, actually, was it? Uh, Phil. Yeah, it slowed down when there were too many enemies on, and then even the music slowed down. Maybe you like that, though. Maybe it makes it more dramatic, but okay. the slow-mos, you know, things get intense. Uh, the Star Wars arcade cabinet? You see, my initial thought was, oh, yeah, there's loads of arcade cabinets I love, like Asteroids, you know, like, I think it's a beautiful game. I'd love Tempest as well, but I feel like those are very perfectable quite quickly. I think I'd get very, very good at them and it'd eventually get boring. Nardi da! What, you think you've given all of eternity? Yeah, for eternity. You'd get better, do you? How up yourself? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Very good question. Very good letter. Thank you. We're going to go there. Good. Anne. Dear team, since the start of the weekend, I've been whistling the athletic theme from Super Mario World to myself. You know, the one from the second level where you first get to meet and ride on Yoshi. It's brilliant, so fun and uplifting. When I have the uh, the tune in my head, I often think of a video I once watched on YouTube. The video is of a ragtime pianist called Tom Breyer playing the athletic theme by sight reading and with no prior knowledge of the game nor its tunes. It's a joyous recording. If you've not seen it before, it's definitely worth four minutes of your time. The guy has a great neck beard too. Cheers, John Maxwell. Cheers. Cheers, John. Cheers. That's interesting. Okay, well, thank you for the advice. Have you watched it? I have not. No, I'm no, going to spend so four well. minutes of my life. Dear One Life Left and super special guests, brackets, absent, close brackets, would you rather, one, only be able to play games that have been released up to and including today, or two, only be able to play games that are under three months old? Changing over time, obviously. Rob Beer says he thinks he'd go for the second option, if only to help filter through the overwhelming array of choice offered on Steam, etc. Keep up the good work. Don't they cross over, those... uh... Well, I think that... Yeah, but so you like, need to finish them within three months. No, no, no. He's say, it's it's saying right up to including today. That's the cutoff. But never, time. E- never any newer games. And so for three months, you, yeah, there'll be a crossover. But in three months' time, that crossover mm-hmm. period, it's gone. That's tricky. God, I don't like that question. Do we have I, to? Do, yes, we, do we yeah, have to now? You do actually. That's what the letters is all about. Making these kinds of decisions. I'd go for the new ones. Would you? That's yeah. because you're young and full of optimism. Well, because I feel like I'm always chasing, always chasing, always chasing. I'm never going to get to play everything. So if you can only play like things that have been around for three months, and then it changes every day. Brilliant. Well, not finished it though. Well, then you'd you just... like to have said goodbye to Star Wars Battlefront. It's oh, well, got to be the new ones. It's got to be the new ones. Yeah. Because you won't be able to say hello to Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we asked this question uh, the, the January the 1st next <laughs> next year. Yeah, but then what about Battlefield 3? <sighs> you see, the older uh, you get, and I'm talking to you from the future here, um, the more you just want to... Uh, you, you don't want new things. You only just want to revisit what you've experienced previously. So you just want to continue I was buying. at an 80s music festival Clapham Common on Saturday. <laughs> when I arrived at three o'clock, there were a lot of... Uh, it was it was pretty bad, actually. There were a lot of um, very old people dressing very inappropriately like young people, fluorescent tutus, dancing to Boney M, who, like real-life Boney M, who were on the stage singing Rivers of Babylon. <laughs> I wanted to turn around and leave, but by the end of it, I was shouting along to the Human League, the real Human League. It was a good time. It was. Wow, so you'd go for the old ones. <laughs> I would go for the old yeah. ones. My Spotify playlist is, is nothing new. It's just it's just old albums. So you don't get excited for when new nope. things come out? Nope. New Muse album. Yeah, I get very worried uh, when you uh, <laughs> uh, We should finish up. Uh, Robert Wells says, Hello team and super special guest. This week I was at Hyper Japan at um, I've never been to Hyper Japan. I've been once. Have you? What was it yeah. like? Hyper. Okay. Um, a stall selling retro games had a small selection of cartridges labelled ROM hacks. For anyone who doesn't know, a ROM hack is a fan-made rebuild of an old game, usually played on an emulator, but sometimes installed on cartridges and played on the original console. The one that particularly caught my eye was Pokemon Team Rocket Edition for the original Game Boy. What game would you like to play from a different point of view? Even playing Space Invaders as the titular Invaders could be a fun twist. Pip, pip. 
Roberts. I don't have a smart answer to that, um, but uh, it does sound like a fun thing. I was playing Zelda today. Okay. Because that's what people do. Uh, and I was thinking, I'd like to play as one of the uh, the Boko Goblins. Bokoblins? In, is that what they're called? Bokoblins. Bokoblins. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in Zelda. Okay. Just have a, you know, a nice ambient time at your camp doing a bit of fishing and then there'll be a little you coming along and then kill you and then you know just have a lovely time playing with your pet like little blue blobby gel thing and you know telling stories with your friends having a nap like they do like going on lookout looking for the bush nothing you never see anything nothing happens for days and days and days see some wildlife take some photos or whatever yeah nice and then then you get killed from nowhere yeah just this fairy asshole comes along and okay. kills you. But it's like Groundhog Day, isn't it? Because you get reanimated every blood, blood yeah. moon. Yeah. <laughs> you start again? Yeah, new friends. It's good. I'd like to play uh, The Last Guardian as Trico. Do whatever you want. Brilliant. <laughs> Go over there. Nah. nah. Not going to. Not going to. <laughs> good. Uh, thank you for all of your letters. Uh, came in a bit late. No, they were good. They, they were fine. I only put them off five to six, so... You you were all right this You're week, right. guys. You right. worry about right. that. Right. You worry about that, lads. All right, a uh, bit music, Lanik. and then we'll be back after this. One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Oh! How are you doing that? It's a bit of magic, isn't it? A bit of radio magic I've picked up over the last 11 years. We're One Life Left. We're a radio show about video games. Uh, we also do a thing called Marioki. We were just setting the date for the Christmas party just then. When do we think it is? Uh, 8th of December. 8th of December. Friday 8th of December. Are we doing it on a Friday? Yeah. yeah so right. put, that in your, uh, put that in your eye calendar. Yep. Or your just, Google calendar. I just added it to the One Life Left calendar. Or, okay. yeah, all of Does that, that mean that thing. Jimmy gets a little alert now? He should do. do. No, he's not on our. Sorry, The Guardian. You're going to, do it. <laughs> no, you're going to have to move out of the way. Uh, um, when is our next Mariochi? This Friday. I'm not going to be there. It's this Friday. Friday. It's the Married Oki. Are you excited? Yeah. Very excited. Anne's wearing her wedding dress. Are you yeah. actually? No. Well, you won't know, will you? No, you won't know. I won't know. Well, I will, because someone will take a photo of you singing... We're only going to do love songs. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> How many have we got? Loads, right? Yeah, I mean, I would have thought so. Have you got the... Because um, you put filters on the list. Have you got love, love no. as a filter? Can you, no. can you sort that out? No. Can you filter by love? Um, we've got we've got Mariaki on the... Well, let's go through the dates. We've got 18th of August after this. 15th of September. We don't have one in October. Why is that? Because probably Nottingham. Right, okay. Yeah. 17th of November. 
and then 8th of December is now in the calendar there you go that that was 2017 for you <laughs> <laughs> ah. um, yeah so what else is on our agenda for today I saw Rami last I had, had oh. lunch with Rami last week that should be on our agenda yep. okay how did that go did very well okay. he's, uh, he's, uh, he's pretty he's pretty happy at the moment good uh, so that was good and he introduced me to a couple of other people one of who's making a very very good game can you talk about it? Not particularly, because other people, Tiny Build might be listening. Well, I don't mind Tiny Build, actually. I do have a new rival. Really? I do. I do. Okay. I do. I did a, I did a, um, <coughs> a session at Develop, uh, which was a publisher pitch where there was um, me uh, and three other publishers. Okay. Two of which I thought were good laugh. Uh-huh. One of which was pretty blooming serious. Really? And um, so serious that they wound me up a little bit. By, uh, so I finished finished my little my little chat to the developers um <clears throat> i went last so i didn't repeat um uh so I, I, it was it was difficult to not go over old ground so i just wrapped up quite quickly but what i did at the end was i um i deliberately left the curve logo on the screen so i said <laughs> right there you go that's the end now and then i didn't move it on and then so we did uh, questions and answers at the end Very and uh, i started off and um uh so we were doing we're taking Q and A's together, and all the rest of it. And then all, the, all the other guys came up. One of the publishers was getting looked at by their PR person, and then one, the one of one of the other publishers looked down, dared to touch my computer no. and moved the slide on, so it was just blank. <gasps> which I thought was petty. Which obviously <laughs> is coming from me. You put it up there. Put it on <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so I think that's a declaration of war, isn't it? Good, isn't good. It? And it feels, it felt. I did. I've not touched their space bar. So, who was it? It's gonna, I'm gonna drag this one out. Okay, fair good. enough. Fair enough. It may have happened. It may not. Have how happened. was your uh, How was your closing session developed? Well, well. Um, I was a bit nervous about it because it was quite ambitious. Um, we, we did a, a giant game show um, where everybody in the room stood up and we asked them some questions. And actually, I thought it'd take longer to get them down to... I think we needed to get nine on stage. I was doing it with Jonathan Smith. Um, which meant that we... Uh, Jonathan had done... So it was, like, it was yes or no. So, oh, um, we started off with, um, is, are, is this game on the Snares Mini? Yes, no. <laughs> Uh, and then we did Made in Britain. And, but by the end of the Made in Britain, only five questions each, we got everybody down from you know, thousands and oh, were in wow. the room yeah, to about nine, which meant that we, had, that we skipped the Are These Real Games on the App Store round, which was excellent. Jonathan huh. did that. We moved from that into um, Have I Got News For You? I thought that was a bit... Uh, so you had to... Um, it was ever gave the funniest answer to a missing word from a Eurogamer headline. Okay, I thought that went on for slightly too long. Mm. We then did The Price is Right... Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to whoever was the uh, the furthest out from a selection of digital and physical goods uh, went through, and then we went on to, play, to do play cards right with edge scores. So okay. um, oh, here's Fable Two that scored eight. Uh, now did um, oh here's Outrun Coast to Coast was that high or lower? Hi, <laughs> um, oh. uh, and it was well exciting because yeah. uh, so who could get through ten cards uh, w- w- losing the fewest lives? Okay. I think we had a guy called. Oh, with Jay, I can't remember. I don't think it was Jack. We had two Jacks up. In fact, I can't remember anybody's names. Um, he came up. He, 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 he three three lives lost. Okay. Then we had a lady on, and uh, she was doing very well, very well indeed. And I thought, oh, this is easy for her. Got a couple wrong, oh. and then uh, she got one right, and she just needed to, to get one more right. And it was um, she went up to Alien Isolation, and I think she, yeah, and everyone knows that got eight out of ten. Only you could talk to the alien, etc. Um, and uh, she got it wrong, so oh. went to three. Luckily, we had a tiebreak question, emergency okay. tiebreak question, which was, what score did Edge famously give Mario Kart Double Dash? I literally reviewed. I know, that. I know you did. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and so did I give it a five? You did give it a five. Every, Come on. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. But. Um, uh, the lady, the, the the lady contestant went first, and I think she said eight. <laughs> and then the man went low. He said six. Yeah, <laughs> and that was good. He won an all axis pass. So anyway, at the end of it, everyone's like, "Oh, that was really good, really funny." And best one ever, Simon. They said it's the first one I've ever done with Jonathan Smith. Right. No, normally I do them on my own. <laughs> oh, that's the best ever, Simon. No, it's really good. So uh, yeah, we've been booked for next year. Straight away, it's good fun. Good. All right. Well done. Uh, but yes. then, yeah, what other what other quiz shows can we riff on next year? 
Um, oh, I know. Million pound drop. No. Um, what's the... What's that one where... Um, where... Uh, what's the dating one? The blind date. Blind, blind date. No, the one where... Um, oh, um, let the... <laughs> Let the yeah oh what's it called oh, oh it's uh, with Paddy McGuinness yeah uh, you know let the, the women see the man yeah <laughs> do let the women see the man <laughs> good all right this is one life left and residence one hundred four point four FM I've said an awful lot today um, and I've lost the track list again so let's guess guess that it Three. is track no that's the news six loop. four no further six. further up further up. Five. For reviews. Oh, you're going to go straight to reviews. Go on then. <gasps> He's magic, isn't he? Boom. <gasps> Easy. All right. What have you two been playing this week? Um, I played Parappa the Rapper this week. What? Gotta believe. What? Um, it's so much fun. So it's currently on sale on uh, PS4. Uh, and so, yeah, I just spent Saturday afternoon. How much did you pay for it? Oh, it was only like a few quid. That is a bargain. I paid yeah. 30 quid for it back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And it changed my life. Has it changed yours? I mean, I can't get the uh, song The Chicken sings out of my head. Yeah. Really. Every single day, <laughs> the stress <laughs> comes in every way. way. I ain't got, got no, no time, time for nobody. nobody. My style is rich, dope fat in which. which I'll make, make a, a cake, cake today, today that looks rich. rich. Crack, crack, crack the egg into yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can make him go. You can make him go. M I X the crack, crack, crack. <laughs> so edgy. But you don't pass, though, do you? Oh, you can if you're good enough. That's the beauty of Prapper the Rapper, that you can freestyle all over the place and still pass. Really? Yeah. Oh, because I was good. trying to be very. You want to hit the good. you want to hit the beats, but you can also add your own if you go on the rhythm and yeah. yeah it's huh. Good. Uh, I mean, it's really really fun. It 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 feels. I think because of the rap style, it feels. Uh, like it was made a while ago, but that's good because it's classic. It's classic. It, it takes you right back. So, the kind of thing Simon likes. Just, <laughs> just all the old things. Yeah. Make make them again. Um, yeah, it's so much fun. Have uh, you completed it? Right, I played the last, the one on stage. Okay. Loads. Okay. And couldn't get to the couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Oh. I just couldn't do it. So I gave up and I went to the pub. <laughs> Um, Which is sort of completing yeah, it. I, I feel like... It's writing your own ending. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I played it up until that point. And it's, yeah, it's just super, super fun. Um, and very cheap at the minute. Seven out of ten. That is awesome. I'm so glad you played that. Yeah. It's wonderful. Simon? Simon. Well, I started playing um, Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap on Nintendo Switch on the way back from uh, the developed conference. And I'll be honest with you, I had been drinking. Right. Um, and I really didn't like it. It annoyed me. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and so then uh, I was quite angry with it. And then I played it again this morning. I thought I'm going to give it a chance and actually quite enjoyed it on the way into work. So it's sober. So drunk is bad. Sober, it's good. Um, but what I have been playing over the weekend, after seeing Gary Penn's game, yep. I was chatting to him about it. So oh, there are elements that, that which are very similar to um, Human Resource Machine. Um, uh. And so, uh, you know what that is? Well, you know, they aren't quite the same, or, but, but there are bits and bobs in there. So I downloaded that on my old mobile, because what I found with the Switch, right, love it, but I'm yet, I'm yet to be bold enough to play it on the underground yet, because I'm going to get punched, aren't I? Someone's going to steal <laughs> yep. it from me. Yep. But everyone's on their phones, so they don't mind if you're playing oh. uh, Human Resource Machine. And um, it's wonderful. It's really, really hard. Um, got a little bit stuck on... Um, so the object of the game is that you are given a series of coding instructions and your little man is given a task and the task will be hey servant uh, you need to take two numbers from the outbox um, and then put the put the biggest one sorry two numbers from the inbox and put the biggest one in the outbox and discard the rest and so you have to use the coding commands that you've unlocked at that stage to create simple can you do it uh, use I think this scratch is it Steve is that what the kids use something like that um, yes. so you put it in order you can do loops and all the rest of it and I had one and I was getting quite far I was like oh, I'm, I'm really good with this and then they, they went it went through we did it and then the man said well that solution worked in that specific instance but it's not correct let me show you and they showed me some other numbers of course what I was doing is that um, uh, when you compare two negative numbers I was actually putting the, the, the largest 
positive value i.e. he had minus seven minus nine mm. he was choosing minus nine I had to figure out a way of working out what you do in that situation what would you do in that situation Anne? so to, um, tell it tell it to do the opposite of what it expects to do well but yeah but then you sort of run through it and he gets things wrong and the man gets very angry with you and mm. stuff like that there's one condition where it's if, if it's if you're left with a positive number after subtracting the two it's easy which is the largest one then you have to do some, do some subsequent checks if the result is negative to check that yeah so it's good Wow. I know it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. like the puzzles are taking me 10, 15 minutes. It's from the Tomorrow Corporation, the World of Goo guys. Um, so it's got their trademark sense of style. Very, very different game. I'm very pleased I didn't buy on the Switch right, because okay. uh, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it on the tube. Is it just teaching you not to make the man angry? Don't make them well. There's this. Um, the narrative is being told through the coffee breaks. There's mm. something going on, Anne. <laughs> Something's not quite Ooh. right here. Something's yeah. going yeah, on. Yeah, so I very much enjoy that. Minus seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I played a game called Sproggy Wood, which I got on the Humble Bundle. Yes, you did. And it deleted my save game. I got cross on... Well, I didn't get cross. I was very polite on the internet. Asked uh, them if they knew why this had happened. Um, they didn't reply. Then I went back to it. The save game was undeleted. <gasps> Interesting. About a week later. Uh, complete it. It's fine. It's completely competent, kind of very, very rogue light, turn by turn. Fighting monsters, grinding out some improvements to your character and, and doing that. I, I, I enjoyed it. It did the job. Didn't blow me away. 7 out of 10. But the real news this week is that I beat Zelda. Shut up. Are there two heroes of Hyrule in the studio? Well, well, here's the thing, Simon. When you said, you told me two things, right? One, that you were the hero of Hyrule. Hello. Mm-hmm. Right? And I You're felt welcome. a bit inadequate, honestly, so I thought I'd better get this done. Secondly, that the game changes very much when you've beaten it. But, but did I say that? I may have overstated that. <laughs> because, <laughs> right. Spoiler warning, well, if you don't want to hear what happens I, when you complete Zelda, skip the next two minutes of the I show. I was talking about, actually, I'll tell you exactly what I meant by that. Okay. After people have turned off because of the okay. spoilers, right? Right. <clears throat> they've they've yep. turned off now. Yeah. It doesn't change at all. It makes you restart from before the okay. fight. It does give you better weapons sometimes when you when you find them in chests. That's the only... And it's your little star on the safe game. show that you've done it. Show that you're here yeah. in Hyrule. We, we, we've all got those tattooed on yeah, us Yeah, of course. Um, what I meant was that it changes is that actually it becomes a very... Without, without that end goal yeah. still being there which, yep. which ironically it is mm-hmm. but um, how you play the game changes right so that's not happened to me okay. because I was already playing the game like that I yeah. felt no rush to go and save Zelda because I could not care less and have been pleasantly ambling around the countryside knowing this thing existed to be done in the future but then I thought, oh, maybe this is stopping me from getting some of the, uh, maybe this is stopping me from getting some of the DLC content because I thought maybe it's blocked by that black goo which might go yeah, yeah. after you beat I, the I game. I was disappointed that the goo doesn't go. Yeah, and um, so I thought oh, I better go and do this. Having done it, the game now feels finite. It feels like I've seen the top of the, the back. How many of the shrines game. have you got? I don't know, ninety or have something. Have you got all the rubber armor? I've got plenty of stuff to do. But it just somehow feels less important now I've beaten the game. Have you seen psychological change? Did you see the wedding? Uh, I haven't seen the wedding. No. Do you have to beat all of the. Yeah, and do all of the stuff. I, I don't know. I will, you know. And I, for for a little while afterwards, I was enjoying it less. I played it on the flight back today, and I've I've been enjoying hunting down another shrine. Um, but yeah, some of the magic has gone out of it for me okay. a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why they had to keep the threat of Ganon there, and then it takes you back just before your last save. Um, in that it would change everything far too substantially, and for such an open uh-huh. world game um yeah that would be challenging I, I don't know i've gone since the dlc and the master the master quest um i've been enjoying it a lot more and i've gone in and, and i've done done some of that Anne. so you know here of hyrule plus um but uh yeah i've actually rediscovered my uh my love for it uh having had a few weeks off yeah it's good i mean it's i'm looking forward to the always be there how many shrines do you have i think it's only 80 something right, okay I might have been overstating mine. Okay, just just in case you have. <laughs> Maybe it's Are you looking forward to the 70s. ballad of the champions? No, or the I, champions ballad or whatever. It's I, I really don't want story-based DLC. I want 
you know, interesting things to do, not their idea of a good story, which will only be interesting to me if it involves the fairies, who are amazing. They are amazing, aren't they? Have you unlocked all the fairies? I've unlocked... Well, someone referenced a type of fairy that I was not aware of, so no. I've I've, I've met all of the human ones. So, uh, yes, I've still got stuff to do, and I will keep playing it. I just want to say one other thing before we go on, uh, which is I've been reading a story on the internet, which I actually finished today. Uh, I don't know how to say the title because I've only seen it written down, but it's 17766, I think. It's on sbnation.com, and it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of internet fiction. It could only work on the internet. Gary Penn doesn't get it. But I do. Well, there you go. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's about games. So um, read it. Read it. After you finish listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for sorting out today. Well done. It's good to see you both again. Yes. See you next week. See you all next week. See you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. 